Once upon a time, there lived a man who had many sons. However, the sons were always fighting with each other. As the man grew old and weak, he became worried that his sons would continue to bicker amongst themselves and ruin their future. He begged them to live happily together in peace, but to no avail. One day, the old man called all his sons together and handed to them a thick bale of sticks. He told them, I want each one of you to take this bundle of sticks and break it. The sons, one by one, took the bundle and tried to break it with all their strength, but they were not able to. Sorry, father. We are unable to break this bundle, no matter how hard we try. The old man then opened the rope that bound the bundle of sticks together. He then gave each one of his sons one stick. He said, Now, my sons, take one stick each and break it. The single stick broke easily. The sons were puzzled by their father's behavior and said, What does this mean, father? The old man explained, Just like these sticks, if you all stay together as one, bound by brotherly love, nobody will be able to break you. There are people in this world who will take advantage of you when you are single, like this stick. They will cheat and rob you. If you stay united, you will defy all dangers. Divided, you will fall prey to all your enemies. Peace be upon you. So, I thought it was appropriate to start this podcast with the uh, Aesop's fable of the, uh, the man, the sons, and the sticks. And it portrays just a strong theme within the Quran, and that theme is the theme of unity and uh, being united among the believers. It's something that God tells us is absolutely necessary in order to be successful in this world, is that we need to be united and not divide ourselves. And in chapter 3, verse 200, it reads, O you who believe, you shall be steadfast, you shall persevere, you shall be united, you shall observe God, that you may succeed. And it's interesting that God is advocating basically the, the comparison of unity with successfulness. Um, and the two go hand in hand. And there's a reason for that. It's because when we are united among one another, uh, we build off one another. We, we basically grow with one another at a rate that is much faster than if we were trying to go independent. And it's something that with this test being so difficult, we need that sense of unity. We need that sense of community uh, in order to be able to support one another and get through hardships and uh, adversity and to be steadfast and to be 100% uh, focused and dedicated to God. In chapter 3, verse 103 through 105, it reads, Believers are united. You shall hold fast to the rope of God, all of you. Do not be divided. Recall God's blessings upon you. You used to be enemies and he reconciled your hearts. By his grace you became brethren. You were at the brink of a pit of fire and he saved you therefrom. God thus explains his revelations to you that you may be guided. 
Let there be a community of you who invite to what is good, advocate righteousness, and forbid evil. These are the winners. Do not be like those who became divided and disputed despite the clear proofs that were given to them, for these have incurred a terrible retribution. So there's so much that's in this verse, but the underlying theme is that the believers are united. You know, we hold fast to the rope of God. There's one rope that all believers, irrespective of what we call our faith, we hold on to. And when we're divided, what divides us is the human element. It's when we put the human being on top of what God has decreed down for us. And God says that the human being, we divide ourselves despite the proof given to us. And the proof in this context is the mathematical proof of the Quran, validating every letter and every word in every chapter of this entire book, that we know that the source of this book 100% is God, so there should be no reason to dispute, because we know we're all following the same source. It's when we add sources beyond this book, this Quran, um, that all of a sudden division happens, right? That people start uh, looking at the human element of what you know individuals are saying as opposed to what God is saying. The ultimate source of everyone should be 100% God. And if that's our source, we're all going to be united, irrespective of what we call our faith. In 2192 through 94, it reads, One God, one religion. Your congregation is but one congregation, and I alone am your Lord. You shall worship me alone. However, they divided themselves into disputing religions. All of them will come back to us for judgment. As for those who work righteousness while believing, their work will not go to waste. We are recording it. And, you know, consistently in the Quran, we see that submission is a description of what we do. And it's something that every person of any nationality, any ethnicity can all abide to. It's the act of worshiping God alone and devoting all our worship practices, our religion, our faith to that one entity being God. In 3032, we read, Do not fall in idol worship like those who divide their religions into sects, each party rejoicing in what they have. And we see that the reason that people divide themselves is this element of uh, you know nationalism, uh, cultural superiority, and ultimately it's a form of jealousy. And God tells us this in chapter 2, verse 213. It reads, Disastrous jealousy. It says, The people used to be one community when God sent the, the prophets as bearers of good news, as well as warners. He sent down with them the scripture bearing the truth to judge among the people in their disputes. Ironically, those who received the scripture were the ones who rejected any new scripture, despite clear proofs given to them. This is due to jealousy on their part. God guides those who believe to the truth that is disputed by all others in accordance with his will. God guides whoever wills in a straight path. And we see this time and time again. God sends prophets, sends messengers to a community. And what's ironic is that the per predominant faith of that time always end up being the rejectors of any new prophet or messenger because it's not to their people, right? When uh, Jesus came, it was among the children of Israel. And, uh, you know, the, the predominant uh, Jews of that time rejected him. And then when uh, Muhammad came, he came among the Gentiles. And the Jews and the Christians saw these people as inferior and rejected them. And it's always this element of superiority. And today, you see that Muslims, they treat the religion of Islam as an Arab religion. And it's not. God tells us in the Quran that this is a message to the world. The, the Prophet Muhammad came to deliver a message to the entire human race, not just to a group of you know Arabs or nomads or just people of a certain time period. This is a message that was supposed to start... 
1400 years ago all the way to the end of the world and it's not something that's limited to one group of people and you know and if we think about it we have to ask ourselves so you know what is community um and if we were one community how is it that there's so many different sects and uh all this you know it it spawns off from this human element when ego comes into the the picture where power comes into the picture people do not want to give that up they see it as a form of if they give it up they're losing it at their own expense and what they don't realize is that god's grace is infinite that god can bestow the provisions the grace the mercy to whoever he chooses and you still see it today that you know uh, the jews claim that they are the chosen people right that they are superior to other individuals uh, just like you know christians muslims everyone they always think that for some reason that they are the select uh, selected group that there's something about their lineage their blood type their background their culture that's superior to all others and the reality is we're all human beings and we all are going to uh, go back to god our creator and these these trivialities that we put in front of us and how we differentiate ourselves as far as you know these human elements is a complete joke you know the the source of all religion all good everything all life originates from god and that should be our source and if that is our source irrespective of what we call ourselves we're all going to be united in the bible in mark chapter 3 verse 24 through 25 it reads if a kingdom is divided against itself that kingdom cannot stand if a house is divided against itself that house cannot stand and you think about this internal conflict when you have a group that is divided amongst themselves what they're going to do is they're going to drain their own uh resources they're going to drain their own um ability of being able to excel and it's going to be a complete hindrance among themselves and it's going to collapse but if we're united right as an individual as a community we're going to be prosperous and what does it mean to be community you know what does it mean to be united in that sense and it's not about proximity it's something that has to do with what's in our hearts and a perfect example of this is in 5914 says so they do not get together to fight you unless they are in well shielded buildings or behind walls their might appears formidable among themselves you would think that they are united when in fact their hearts are divided this is because they are people who do not understand and this is proof that the unity is not about the physical proximity because these are people who are physically in proximity of one another but they're absolutely divided and you see this time and time again within organizations within companies within political groups that they they act as if they are one front when in actuality their hearts are completely divided and the reason is because there's no compassion among the individuals in that group and one of the purposes of communities that we help and support one another in the cause of god right if we see someone who's basically being oppressed we see how we can help them if someone isn't able to uh, to practice freedom of religion we should be the first ones to speak up in 872 it reads surely those who believe and emigrated and strove with their money and their lives in the cause of god as well as those who hosted them and gave them refuge and supported them they are allies of one another as for those who believe but do not emigrate with you you do not owe them any support until they do emigrate however if they need your help as brethren in faith you shall help them except against people with whom you have signed a peace treaty god is seer of everything you do it's just interesting that there's the caveat in regards to people you signed a peace treaty it shows the importance of property rights and contracts which inshallah we'll touch on more in a future podcast 
3356, it says, God and his angels help and support the prophet. O you who believe, you shall help and support him and regard him as he should be regarded. In 6114, it reads, O you who believe, be God's supporters like the disciples of Jesus, son of Mary. When he said to them, Who are my supporters towards God? They said, We are God's supporters. Thus, a group from the children of Israel believed, and another group disbelieved. We helped those who believed against their enemy until they won. And what an awesome example that you see that Jesus is asking the disciples, who are my supporters towards God? And the response isn't that we are your supporters, is that we are God's supporters. Because when we all support God, we support one another in that same cause. And, you know, all this makes us uh, ask, you know, what makes us united? You know, what is that underlying fact that unites us? And it's so clear in 2.262 and in 5.69, we read this numerous times, but it never gets old, is that unity of all submitters says, surely those who believe, those who are Jewish, the Christians, the converts, anyone who one believes in God, two believes in the last day, and three leads a righteous life, will receive the recompense from their Lord. They have nothing to fear, nor will they grieve. Right? Irrespective of what we call our faith, Jewish, Christian, uh, convert, Muslim, uh, Hindu, Sikh, it doesn't matter. If we all believe in God, we believe in the last day, and we lead a righteous life, we should be united. And um, again, in 3199, it says, righteous Jews and Christians, it says, surely some followers of the scripture, of the previous scriptures, do believe in God, and what was revealed to you, and what was revealed to them, they reverence God, and they never trade away God's revelations for a cheap price. These will receive their recompense from their Lord. God is most efficient in reckoning. And, you know, again, we see that this is, the fact is there's one rope that God provides, and we're all holding fast to it, and we all, God only try to help and support one another to make it to paradise, because someone else making it to paradise doesn't mean that there's less space for others, right? The more of us that are on the right path, the more of us that are uh, pushing the uh, the belief in the worship of God alone, the freedom, uh, the aspect of freedom of religion, freedom of speech, uh, all this, we all benefit from it. You know, having a society that has the highest moral integrity is something that everyone benefits from. Uh, somewhere that uh, appreciates property rights, that appreciates uh, the uh, uh, being kind to one another, giving to charity. These are all aspects that we should be supporting one another in regards to. And um, what's interesting, there is, there is, because the question is, you know, how do we basically unite um, if someone, in essence, like, what are the criteria by which we choose not to unite, that we have to make a firm stance? And a perfect example of this is in regards to Moses and Aaron. And Aaron. So when Moses went to get the commandments from God, uh, and Aaron was among the children of Israel, uh, the children of Israel basically decided that, hey, we're going to worship this, uh, this golden calf. And um, what's interesting was Moses' response when he came back. In 2092 through 94 reads, Moses said, Oh, Aaron, what is it that prevented you when uh, you saw them go astray from following my orders? Have you rebelled against me? He said, so this is Aaron's response. Oh, son of my mother, do not pull me by my beard and my head. I was afraid that you might say you have divided the children of Israel and disobeyed my orders. To me, this is a clear indication of when we're allowed to divide. We are allowed to divide when basically the other party is the, uh, pulling themselves away from worshiping God. To the point that they, you know, want to worship idols, they want to worship human beings, or you know, uh, uh, disbelieve in God entirely. 
this is the point where we say, okay, you know, uh, we, we basically divide ourselves among uh, another group because at that point it's a completely different faith, it's a completely different religion. Um, but this is a very extreme case. For the most part, anyone who basically devotes themselves 100% to the worship of God alone, we have to basically force ourselves to be with the believers. And um, quick verse that actually, if I can pull up, uh, 18.20, says, You shall force yourself to be with those who worship their Lord day and night, seeking Him alone. Do not turn your eyes away from them, seeking the vanities of this world. Nor shall you obey one whose heart we rendered oblivious to our message, one who pursues his own desires and whose priorities are confused. Proclaim, this is the truth from your Lord, then whoever wills let him believe, and whoever wills let him disbelieve. We have prepared for the transgressors a fire that will completely surround them, and uh, when they scream from help, they will be given liquid like concentrated acid that scalds the faces. What a miserable drink, what a miserable destiny. And again, God is telling us that, look, it's people's choice if they choose to believe or not. God is very forthcoming with the uh, outcome when someone chooses to disbelieve and uh, you know doesn't shy away from citing any kind of uh, allegory to explain that. But the, the underlying theme is that we have to kind of force ourselves to, to, to maintain peace, to support one another, um, to help one another, as long as our, uh, uh, as long as our belief is one and the same. And um, it's interesting that, you know, in regards to the uh, golden calf is one of the, the biggest elements of uh, people dividing is uh, uh, in regards to the belief in the worship of money. And, um, you know, money ends up being a huge dividing force for individuals. And um, in Matthew 6.24, it says, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And uh, this is the, the reality, is that we have one God, and it's up to us if we choose to worship that one God, and if we are worshiping that one God, we are of the same belief. But if we choose to worship other than God, you know, money is a big aspect of this, then we are of different beliefs. And it's something that everyone has to come to their own conclusion. And the underlying theme of this is the fact that we have to know what we stand for. We have to know who is God, what is God, you know, who is it that we're basically dedicating our life, our worship practices uh, to. And, you know, the simplest answer to that is in the Quran. Um, and God gives us many descriptions and examples of who he is so we can better understand who God is. And when we understand that, in essence, it's going to allow us to basically be united. And there's a famous quote from Alexander Hamilton. It says, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. And it's very important because we can't be wishy-washy. We can't just go with the, the flow uh, on this. It's something we have to study, we have to research, and we have to be 100% committed to. And one of the elements, it's interesting, that uh, divides so many of us, um, and it's in the, uh, the talk from Rashad Khalifa, the Messenger of the Covenant, uh, in what life is all about, is the fact that we don't know who we are. And this causes so many divisions and conflict amongst us because we're all fighting for things of this world, you know, things for our bodies, uh, things that are going to seem relatively superficial to all of eternity in front of us. And there's a famous quote from uh, Ralph Waldo uh, Emerson, and it reads, The reason why the world lacks unity and lies broken in heaps is because man is disuni disunited with himself. So I'm going to read that again because I kind of butcher it. It says, the reason why the world lacks unity and lies broken in heaps is because man is disunited with himself. You know, we, we're so conflicted within ourselves that we're chasing things of this world that are 
utterly meaningless when the real what really matters is what we're doing for our soul the real self you know by doing the contact prayers by doing the worship practices by meditating and commemorating god we're doing something for the real self and this is something that's going to unite all of us and uh, this aspect of disunity is because we don't know who we are and uh, highly recommend you know go on youtube check out the talk from uh, Rashad Khalifa what life is all about and it shows that just how little people actually know about who they are so god willing we're going to stop there if you guys got any comments or questions hit us up at crontalk at gmail.com we also got our notes for each week's cron study on cronstudy19.com again that's cronstudy19.com and uh, also we set up a second podcast for the submitters perspective this is a monthly newsletter that has been around for over 30 years it started by uh, dr rashad khalifa the messenger of the covenant uh, over 30 years ago, and Master Tucson has been uh, keeping that continuously going, and uh, each month they release a newsletter, and God willing, we made that into a podcast that you can find on iTunes uh, if you just type in Submitter's Perspective. Uh, God willing, you know, uh, feel free to give us ratings on both podcasts. It would be greatly appreciated. Uh, help spread the message of God and the message of unity. And until next time, peace and God bless.